0: This time next year. Written and read by Liz Hines. 1st of January. New Year Resolution 1. I will never go out with Steffi and Nick again. New Year Resolution 2. I will say no without hesitation if anyone asks if I can tango. I must remember to ask Franco when we will move on to the tango. It can't be soon enough for me. New Year Resolution 3. I will give up alcohol in any form, but especially cocktails. I'm going back to bed now, and I could be there some time. 11.35am. Chloe woke me. She said she was checking that I was still breathing, but I suspect her motive. She is still mad at me. She didn't say anything, but I could tell from the way her mouth pursed when she said, Will you be getting up at all today? Fifth of January. It's hard being back at work after the long Christmas break. Still, I think we all had a good time, some of us especially. I've explained to the matron of Fairy Hill that it's not possible for Auntie Milly to come and live with me permanently, and that I didn't invite her, no matter what she says. The matron understands. "'Auntie Millie is not as daft as she sometimes appears, "'but I'll go and visit her again soon. "'I wonder what the matron made of the Anne summer's knickers. "'I shouldn't have let Chloe take Auntie Millie to town. "'I don't believe it was Auntie's idea to go in the shop. "'Although then again, perhaps I do.' "'Mr Davies Senior said his wife was very pleased with her lambswool cardie, but that she was disappointed that he did not get her the hair-cutting kit she had asked for. She's taking lessons, you know. Oh, yes, becoming quite a little Siegfried Sassoon. I told her I'd get it for her birthday instead, but she said she couldn't wait till May, so bought it herself in the sales. See? He turned round and patted the back of his head. Not bad, eh? Bit shorter than I normally have, but the phone rang when she was doing it. It'll grow, I told her. I can't start my diet yet while there are Christmas chockeys to finish, not to mention three boxes of Turkish delight, a box of dates and half a Christmas cake. Also, I have to cook for Adam while he's at home, so it's much better to postpone my diet until he's gone back to uni. This doesn't mean that I'm trying to wriggle out of dieting. I'm simply choosing the best time to begin. There's nothing worse than starting and failing straight away. 6th of January The phone rang when I was in young Mr. D.'s office, trying out a variety of spare keys to see if any fitted the filing cabinet. I rushed to answer it, only to find it was David Davis. Who else? I might have been panting a little, but I don't think it warranted his "'Why, Alison, I never put you down as a heavy breather.' I could have been having a heart attack, for all he knew. Most people breathe a little more heavily than normal when they are rushing.' I don't think this can be put down to excess weight on my part. I'm only slightly podgy round the tum and on my midriff. I don't think there's any cause for concern health-wise from my weight. And some men like a bit of flesh. Oh, yes, men like Internet Barry. They're the ones who like a bit of flesh. It's definitely time for my diet to begin. Later. My scales are obviously suffering from old age. They have lost their accuracy. They can't possibly be right. I'll have to go into town in my lunch hour tomorrow to weigh. 7th of January. Lunchtime. It's official. I am overweight. I know because a rude machine in Tesco's told me so. It used to cost ten pence to weigh. Now you have to pay one pound to be insulted by a loud American woman. I'd already put my money in before realising what was about to happen, and I would have leapt off if I hadn't resented wasting money. The machine asked me lots of questions, like sex, there wasn't an option, chance would be a fine thing, age, build, entered medium, and height. I think I am about five foot four and a half, but Bev says she is definitely five foot eight, and she's not that much taller than me, so said five foot six. After digesting this information, the smug American voice said, You weigh eleven stone and two pounds. You are, careful search for the right adjective, overweight. Two teenage boys, an elderly man and a young mum passing by all sniggered. According to the paper printout, I am 1.3 stone over my ideal weight, bearing in mind my height and build. Perhaps I have a large, not medium frame. I still don't think that I need to diet seriously. A little more exercise and giving up Mars bars would probably do the trick. I'll mention to a few people that I'm thinking of dieting and see what their reactions are. I'm sure that most will poo-poo the idea. I'll start with Muriel. A little later... Muriel is going to bring in a supplement from the mail about the greatly increased risk of disease associated with being fat. She said she wouldn't have mentioned it, but as I brought it up. 8th of January. My Does Alice Need to Slim? survey results. Pippa said she'd thought of me when she saw an advert in the paper for a new slimming class starting next week in the church hall down the road. Bev said she might come too as she is feeling as porky as I look. Mum said it was too late for Brian but it couldn't do anything but help if I ever wanted to get a new man. Nick said he loved every bit of me and what was wrong with being cuddly. Pippa will look for the advert and give it to me at the weekend. It's all right for her. She doesn't know the meaning of the word temptation. 9th of January Brian phoned. He is taking Adam back to uni tomorrow and he wondered if I would like to go along for the ride. You can see where he's living and meet some of his flatmates. Only if you'd like to, of course, it's up to you. I'd like to see Adam's flat and it'll be good to have a united front for Adam's sake. 10th January, Saturday, in bed. Oh, it's been a long day and I'm ready for bed. It's remarkable how tiring it is sitting in a car for six hours, and it's hard not to fall asleep. However, it would have been tactful of Brian to ignore my dribbling, or at least not to mention it, but then tact was never his best characteristic. Tact was also missing when I tried out my slimming survey on him. He's a fine one to talk. Admittedly, he had shaped up very well when he was cheating on me, But I've noticed, and suspect Gina has too, that he has much more middle-aged bread these days. I didn't say that out loud, though. I have some consideration for others' feelings. Adam's flatmates all seemed very pleasant and pleased to see him back. I thought Becky was especially pleased. She looked a nice girl. We didn't see anything of Sophie over the Christmas period, so I assume the relationship is over, which is a shame. I liked Sophie, what I saw of her. It's time Adam found himself a proper girlfriend. But would a girl distract him from his studies? Although I suspect membership of the Real Ale Society might be doing that already. Indeed, a girlfriend might have a more sobering effect. 11th of January Pippa brought the advert for the Slimming Club. It says... Weight Watch World is for life, not just for after Christmas. The first class is on Wednesday. Bev is definitely coming with me as Simon inadvertently compared her to a beached whale, although I'm not sure how he could do that inadvertently. 13th of January Tonight was our first night back at dance class. It was lovely to see everyone again, but rather disappointing to discover I'd forgotten everything I thought I'd learned. The most exciting news of the night was that Martin and Jade are definitely an item. Franco was thrilled and said that Mrs F had guessed as much at the New Year's Eve party. She is already thinking about hats, apparently. Jane giggled girlishly while Martin didn't say much. He didn't have a chance, with Jane talking for him and finishing his sentences. I wish them both well. They're ideally suited. Stefan didn't join us in the pub after class, as he has an audition tomorrow for the Village Players' summer production of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and he wanted to protect his voice. Rose said her granny used to use a special gargle to look after her voice. So what did she use? Do share so I can tell Steffi. He'll be so grateful because he's such a drama queen. Remembering that Rose used her own wee for bathing her feet, I was dreading hearing her answer. But it turned out Granny's secret gargle was only cold tea. Oh, is that all? That doesn't sound very good. Give me a chance. That was only the base. Then she added honey. Oh, yes, Steffi swears by honey. Mustard. And gin. And she gargled with that. Jane was incredulous. Only half of it. She drank the rest. think I'd rather put up with a sore throat. I asked Franco when we'd be learning the tango. He said, when you can tell your left from your right. 14th of January, Wednesday. Bev and I have been to our first slimming class. I was surprised how many overweight women were there. The consultant told us all to sit down, then introduced herself as Lydia and said, Welcome to Weight Watch World. First of all, let's give each and every one of us a big clap for being brave enough to take this first and enormous step to a new us. She had worked herself up into a crescendo, so the weak applause that followed was a bit of a letdown. It's all right, ladies, I know you're all a bit unsure, but let me tell you, in just a few weeks' time you'll be cheering just like me. "'So, let's all introduce ourselves,' she picked on me. "'What's your name, dear?' "'Alison.' "'And, Alison, would you like to tell us all why you decided the time was right for you?' "'Um, the scales told me.' "'Ah, yes, the scales.' Lydia nodded wisely. "'We've all been there, haven't we, ladies, when we've tried everything?' when even standing on one leg makes no difference. "'Oh, Alison!' Lydia rushed over and hugged me to her mammoth bosom. "'We all realise how hard it has been for you to share this, "'but we want you to know that we're with you in this every step of the way. "'Now let's give Alison a great big clap all of her own!' "'The applause this time was much more heartfelt. "'I had obviously touched some deep nerves.' Then Lydia showed us some photos of herself. This is me just 18 months ago. She waited for the gasps to die down. Shocking, isn't it? I had let myself go completely. You're not going to believe this, I know, but all I lived for was custard slices. I had them for breakfast, lunch, dinner, supper and little snacks in between. But then a friend introduced me to Weight Watch World and my life changed, as you can see. All I could see, standing before me, was a woman who was, at a conservative guess, about size 18. Not that I see this as a problem. In fact, it's rather encouraging that my consultant needs to lose more weight than I do. Then Lydia explained the regime. It's quite simple. I can eat anything I like as long as I don't eat anything I like, such as chocolate bread or cheese. She said, So, ladies, remember... "'Members of our club don't diet. We watch our weight. We take control.' "'What do we do?' There was a confused mumbling. "'We get on weight.' "'That's right, we watch our weight.' Then she ended by plugging the week's special offer of three tasty, low-fat, low-sugar, low-carb munchy bars for only one pound. "'They're a little past their sell-by-date ladies, but that's the beauty of these bars. Age doesn't matter. They taste just the same.' I was joining the queue to buy them when Bev muttered, "'You can eat a cornflakes box for free, you know.' I can't help thinking that Bev is not going to take this lifetime change as seriously as she should, as seriously as I am. I was initially impressed when I spotted her browsing through the club's directory of good points, bad points, although I think I have quite enough bad points already, but found she was comparing wine values.' For interest, I noted that Chilean white is slightly less bad than Australian white. I came away feeling much more positive about myself than I have for ages, and I didn't go to the pub in spite of Bev's pleading. My new lifestyle starts now.